Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Tap into the show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All links will be in the episode description. Submit original work and future episode suggestions to girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with a five-star rating and review. Happy Black History Month, Girl Goodnight Gang. All month long, we will be sharing Black history facts on our Facebook and Instagram stories, so tap in. Tonight, we'll be reading Blackberry, written by author Camille. To hear more about author Camille, check out Blackberry Part 1. And don't forget to connect with her with all of her social media links in the episode description. The Alphabet Club. The place where alphas come to place bets and club. It's the ultimate player's paradise featuring 26 exotic dancers named for each letter of the alphabet. Welcome to the stage, Blackberry. She treats the pole like a long-lost lover, and she's more than satisfied with the results. The money is good, and life is great. Is it any wonder that she's shocked to find her regular gold card is seeking more? But is she ready for that? And more importantly, is he? Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. Stage 11. Kent is waiting for me when I leave the bathroom. He hurries over, drawing me into a deep hug. Are you okay? I was ready to barge in there and check on you. He tilts my head back so he can look at my face. Yeah, I'm fine. I offer him a weak smile. I think I just need to lay down. Come on, let's go back to our room. Putting his arm around my waist, he leads me to the elevators and pushes the button. Are you sure you don't need to go to the ER? Are you allergic to anything? I shake my head no. No, it's not that serious. Are you sure? He's so worried and I feel awful. I should just tell him. Get it over with and stop teasing myself with false hope of this ending well. But the thought of saying the words makes me nauseous. 
When we make it to our room, I lay down on the bed and close my eyes. Inside, I feel cold and empty. I'm already grieving my lost relationship. It's over before I even had a chance to nurture it, feed it, give it some light and watch it grow. I bite down on my lips to stop them from trembling. If I don't pull it together, Kent is going to pressure me into going to the emergency room or I'm gonna break down into a babbling mess. I need to be strong. Yeah, that's what I need. I just can't. Here, take this. It will settle your stomach. Kent hands me an aspirin and I swallow it with a sip from the bottle of water he's holding. I close my eyes and he pulls off my shoes and brings the covers up over me. Tucking them in around my shoulders, he kisses my forehead. Lay here for a minute while I make some calls. I'll be right back. The slamming of the hotel door startles me awake and I sit up too quickly. The room spins slightly and I reach out to steady myself. How long have I been asleep? I glance at the clock and my head swims again. Oh no. It's been two hours since we came back to the room. One hour too long for me to meet with Evan and convince him to keep his mouth shut until I can figure out how to talk to Kent. I swing my legs over the side of the bed and stand up slowly, my mind racing. When I turn around, Kent is standing there staring at me. He knows. It's all over his face. It's all in his posture. Evan told him, and now he knows. Kent, I croak. You are a prostitute? His voice comes out loud, harsh, and angry. I want to run and hide, drop my head in shame, but I learned a long time ago that no matter what my reaction is, whatever's going to happen will happen. I can either stand here and handle this now or flee and be forced to handle with it later. I can explain. You were a prostitute. And Evan paid you to fuck you? There's pain and humiliation in his tone now. I swallowed hard. I'm sorry. This is all my fault. I should have told him. There was plenty of time, but I waited too late. Now I just have to deal with it. I straightened my spine. You said nothing. Not a damn word. You let me stand there like a fucking idiot and introduce you to one of my best friends. A man who paid you to fuck you in your ass? I flinch at his roar. Fuck you. He looks shocked that I'm pissed. His head jerks back and his frown grows deeper. He shakes his head as if he's trying to clear it. You don't know shit about me. Because you never told me. And you wonder why, I shout back. Look in the mirror and tell me that you look like a man who wants to hear that his perfect girl isn't so fucking perfect after all. Your biggest fantasy isn't all you thought it was cracked up to be, is it, doctor? Jaslyn. He starts toward me with his hand out and I hold mine up to stop him. Don't come near me. Stay the fuck away from me. You don't understand. He takes another step and I back up more. Oh yeah? I understand everything perfectly. You're embarrassed. I get it. Sorry. Telling people that I had to sell my body to eat isn't something that I normally do. But, I shrug, all of us weren't raised in a two-story brick home with mommy and daddy. Some of us had shit to deal with. 
That's not fair and you know it, Jaslyn. Kent says gently. Fuck fair. Fair never visited me. Fair never had shit for me. Fair didn't show up for my teeth because I didn't have a pillow to leave them under. Fair doesn't come down invisible chimneys with a bag of toys. And Fair wasn't around when I was cold and hungry. When he reaches for me, I shove him away and run into the other bedroom. I slam and lock the door behind me. Sliding down to rest my back against it, I pull my legs up and wrap my arms around them. Jaslyn, please let me explain. Kent is at the door tapping softly. Go away. I take out my phone and book the first flight out. Thankfully, the room I'm in, the one he got for me that I haven't used since I arrived, has a door that leads to the hallway. The plane ride back to Hot Springs is a lot different than the one to Las Vegas. There's no champagne and coach, no big screen TV, and no large comfortable leather seats that recline. There's also no man here to snuggle with now. Correction, there is a man here, but I'm not interested in wrapping myself around the skinny redheaded dude next to me who smells like an ashtray. He has his head back and his mouth wide open, snoring. Besides, I'm too busy keeping my tears at bay. I have a plan. I'm going to call an Uber to pick me up from the airport and I'm going straight to the ABC and straight up to my suite where I'll lock the door and cry until I run out of tears. No one is looking for me to be back before Monday, so I have the entire day to myself to wallow in sorrow. I wait forever at baggage claim, annoyed at the holdup to my pity party. Everything feels like sandpaper against my nerves. I'm constantly replaying my conversation with Kent. It hurts so bad. It's like watching a car wreck on repeat, knowing the outcome and unable to change it. I realize I'm torturing myself. And for what? I'm a stripper. What were the chances of me meeting and falling in love with a doctor? It's comical. I should have my head examined for even entertaining the idea. Finally, I have my bags and can get out of this noisy, crowded place. When I turn around, Elijah is standing 10 feet from me with his arms crossed over his wide chest. All of my plans fly out the window. I drop everything and run straight to him. He catches me in his arms and holds me in the air against his chest as I bawl like a baby. I got you. You're home now, he says in my ear and squeezes me. I bury my face in his neck and continue to weep. Stage 12, one week later. There's a knock at my dressing room door as I sit at my vanity putting the final touches on my makeup before my set. I glance at my clock and I have 30 minutes until showtime. Come in. Elijah comes in with a bouquet of pink roses in a beautiful glass vase. Another one? This makes the six dozen I've received since I left Kent in Las Vegas. Elijah grunts. Well, number six goes to Glaze. I'm going down the alphabet and I skip myself, of course. Elijah removes the card and tosses it on my vanity before he leaves to take the flowers to the other dancer. I hope she enjoys them. I stare at the card where it lays mocking me and tempting me to open and read it. This isn't a regular size signature card. This is the size of a birthday or Father's Day card. My fingers caress the envelope and tears well in my eyes. It still hurts. 
It's only been a week, but it still fucking hurts so much. I hold my head back and blink rapidly, but it's a vain attempt. Tears spill out of the corners of my eyes, making tracks on my temples. Buck! Snatching up the card, my mind tells me to rip it into tiny pieces and throw them in the trash can under my vanity. But instead, I tear it open and pull out the single sheet of paper. Kent's small, neat handwriting stares back at me. Jaslyn, I miss you so much, baby. I know you're upset with me and you have every right to be, but I really need to talk to you. I can't lose you like this, not without you hearing what's in my soul. My every thought is of you. You're it for me. Nothing is ever going to change that. Yours, Kent. I snatch up my makeup brush and work on covering up my momentary weakness. I sniff hard and try to think happy thoughts. It's a struggle, but I know once I'm on the stage, I'll feel better. Somehow, some way, I'm gonna get over this. It would be easier to do if he would stop sending me flowers every day. I don't know what he could possibly want outside of keeping his play pretty. I imagine it's hard to find a woman who will let you finger her a couple times a month. I bite the inside of my jaw and shake my head. That's not fair, and I know it. Kent and I shared something special. It may have been short-lived, but it was real, and I shouldn't cheapen it with my pain. My set goes well. I shake and grind and twist and shimmy and swing for all I'm worth. And the guys love it if the kiosk flashes are any indication. For a few moments, I was able to forget all the bad stuff and enjoy myself. Elijah is waiting for me with Felix when I come off the stage. Felix hands me one of my large monogram towels and I wipe sweat from my forehead and chest. Elijah holds up two gold cards. Whoa, this has never happened to me before. I raise my eyebrows. We should talk, Felix says seriously. I nod and we head to my dressing room. Two cards, huh? I'm all smiles as I throw on my robe and flop down in the chair. Yeah. Felix takes a seat on my sofa and braces his arms on his legs while Elijah takes up residence against my door. Their somber expressions sober me. One of them is from him, isn't it? Felix nods. Yeah, he's been calling every day asking about you. I'll take the other card. I don't even hesitate. Barry. The other card, Felix. I hold out my hand to Elijah, proud that it remains steady. Elijah cuts his eyes at Felix and he nods. When he passes it to me, I put it on the vanity. What room? Elijah gives me the room number and I thank him. Anything else? I think you should give Kit a moment. Why? I gave him a week. Look, Felix, I'm sorry. I get it. This is why trying to date a client is bad business, but I've learned my lesson. It won't happen again, but I don't have anything to say to him. Felix lets out a heavy sigh. Okay, if that's the way you want it. I nod and he gets to his feet. I'll let you get ready for your session. Thanks, Felix, I say. 
Elijah follows him out and I spend the next hour taking a hot shower, dressing in a lace turquoise overbust corset with matching panty, garters, and thigh-high black stockings. It's a brand new outfit that I picked up in Vegas. I had planned to wear it for Kent. Looking at myself in the full-length mirror, turning from one side to the other, I feel bad for the poor guy. He has no idea what he's missing. I put on a simple wrap dress over my sexy outfit and open the door. Elijah is waiting for me in the hallway and I take his arm. What did you think of my set, Big E? It was too hot, huh? When he grunts, I giggle. I continue to talk his ear off until we reach my gold card's room. As soon as Elijah knocks, the door opens and a nicely dressed man with a short curly fro swings the door open. Well, hello. His smile is too big. The energy is off. I hesitate and Elijah notices. You good? He growls. I gotta shake this off. Kent is over. It's time for me to move on. I've had gold cards before. This should be a piece of cake. Hi. I smile and look up at Elijah. Yeah, Biggie, I'm good. I'll see you in a couple hours. He nods and I walk inside the room. It's not until we get further inside that Evan comes out of the bathroom dressed in a suit and grinning at me. There's my pretty girl. I told you she was here, his friend says, smiling wickedly. Yes, you did, Lance. Yes, you did. Remind me to give you a big tip. It'll be worth it for what I'm about to enjoy. He licks his big lips and grabs his dick. Fuck. I don't say anything at all. I reach up and press down hard on the hidden button in my earring. It's for emergencies only. It's an alarm and tracking device that goes straight to Elijah and his team. All of the dancers have one and wear them during our sessions. Immediately, there's a hard beating at the door. Oh, no, you don't. Evan reaches out to grab me while telling Lance to get rid of whoever that is. He jerks his head toward the door. Before the other man can make it to the door, it comes flying open. Elijah swats the other man out of the way like an annoying bug and comes straight for Evan, who's holding my arm. You touched her. Elijah punches him in the face and I hear the crunch of his nose right before he drops to the floor screaming in pain. Are you okay? He's holding my arms and looking me over. Yeah, he just grabbed my arm, but I think he intended to do more. Elijah grunts before reaching down and hauling Evan up. Three more members of his security team run into the room. One of the guys grabs Evan's friends and shoves him against the wall, holding him there while the other two grab Evan. Take them down to the office and start blacklisting them both, and somebody get busy with the door, Elijah says, and his team jumps, following his orders without delay. Being blacklisted or blacked removes clients from the Alphabet Club member registry and adds them as a security threat, which keeps them from stepping foot on the premises. It's for life. Neither Evan nor his friend will ever be allowed at the ABC again. As soon as we step out into the hall, Kent comes around the corner. Time stands still. He looks so good dressed in a navy blue suit, baby blue dress shirt, and silver tie. 
His footsteps don't falter as he continues towards us with his eyes pinning me in place. Stage 13. Jaslyn. His voice after only a week is like wrapping up in your favorite blanket. Please. He holds up both hands. I just want to talk. Give me five minutes, and after that, I promise to leave you alone if that's what you want. Kent looks as miserable as I feel. My arms ache to hold him. Elijah makes a threatening sound that has Kent glancing in his direction. You know I would never hurt her. I'm surprised to hear Kent snap at Elijah. Again, Elijah lets the word hang out there. Seeing that he can't win with Elijah, Kent turns his attention back on me. Please, Jaslyn. I take a deep breath and let it out slowly. Okay, five minutes. I nod towards the room we just exited. We can talk in there. I'll wait for you right here. Elijah folds his arms over his chest and continues to stare Kent down. Walking back inside the hotel room, I continue standing. I really don't want to touch anything that Evan may have. The silence is thick once we're left alone. My heart hammers in my chest, and no matter how my mind tells me I should be upset, my body belongs to this man. It knows he's near, and it knows the pleasure he provides. My nipples tighten, and my cord clenches. I'm assaulted with thoughts of the last time we made love. Me, bent over in the back of the limo as we rode back to the hotel from a show. It had been a BDSM showcase that made Honey's performances look like child's play. We were both worked up when we left, and he had drilled into me until my toes curled and my pussy spasmed. The things he groaned in my ear, the nasty, filthy words he spoke to me, make me shiver just from remembrance. I chance a glance at him and find him concentrating fully on me. His eyes are filled with ardor. When I look away, he takes another step towards me. I owe you an apology, he starts. His eyes seek absolution in mine as his jaw tenses in preparation of my responses. Here we go, typical man. They all think all they have to do is say they're sorry and that will fix everything. Well, I'm not buying it. Four, my body will just have to suffer because my heart demands a quick, clean break. I was furious with Evan and I was pissed that you didn't tell me the truth, but I never should have taken it out on you that way. I'm sorry. That is not what I expected to hear. True, he sent all those flowers, but I assumed that was just to butter me up so I would keep playing doctor patient with him. What? I tilt my head in confusion. When I returned to our room, I just wanted to talk, but everything just went to hell. My face scrunches into a deep frown. We did talk. No, Jaslyn, I was angry. And then you got angry, and we had our first fight. That was not talking. That makes me snap my head back. First fight? Are you going to keep repeating everything I say? 
He reaches out and snags my hand while I'm temporarily distracted. He holds it between his for a couple of minutes, deep in thought, and then presses a soft kiss to my palm and my eyes start to sting. Fuck. This is not how I imagined our closure talk going. This doesn't feel like closure at all. I'm sorry that I came at you the way that I did. You didn't deserve to be treated like that. I should have taken some time to calm down and get my thoughts together before I approached you. Kent. I hate that his name sounds like a plea when I say it. He didn't lie to you. I did have sex with him for money. I don't care. You don't care? You're doing it again. You hurt me. How's that? I opened myself up to you and I trusted you and you hurt me. I was an idiot, he says and steps even closer to me. I'm sorry, Jaslyn. I shake my head, confused. What man ever wanted a woman who was a stripper and then was still interested after finding out she had been a prostitute? Me. I realize I spoke out loud when he answers. I'm so embarrassed and I look away, but he pulls me into his arms and with the tip of his fingers brings my face to his. I don't care about your past. All I care about is right now and our future. I want you. I've wanted you since the first time I saw you dance, and now that I have you, I'm not letting you go. All it takes is his lips on mine. I soften instantly, molding into him and his arms tighten. I love you, Jaslyn. Forgive me. His words spoken softly against my lips take my breath away because I realize that I love him too. I reach up and caress his face. I love you too. Closing stage, six months later. I can't believe you're leaving me, Nougat cries, throwing herself on the couch in what is soon to be my former suite. First apricot, now you? If Caramel leaves, I'm going to be shit for friends. I thought you were going to help me pack. I'm standing in the middle of a packing hurricane. Half-filled boxes litter the floor. There's barely any room to walk. No, she cries like a spoiled brat. This is your last night here. Let's do something fun. I don't have time for fun. I wrap newspaper around a wine glass, add it to the box at my feet, and pick up another. The movers will be here tomorrow, and I'm meeting with the wedding planner in the morning. You do realize that movers actually pack up and move your things for you, Nougat says with a disgusted tone. Yeah, but there are some things that I prefer to pack up myself. Wine glasses? Nougat stands up and snatches the newspaper out of my hand. Get up! We aren't spending your last night in here doing something that your man has paid someone else to do. We're going downstairs to have a drink. I cross my arms over my chest. You're a bad influence. She smiles. Thank you, I try. Rolling my eyes, I look around at the mess I've made. She has a point. My last night at the ABC should be spent having fun with the other girls. I've already said my goodbyes to EFG and enjoyed a going away party. In less than six weeks, I'll be Mrs. Kent Yeldud, 
put in my business degree to use running our new hookah lounge. That's what good therapy will do for you. We started seeing a relationship expert and counselor the week after we talked, and everything has been going great. We've even decided to try to get pregnant as soon as the I do's are done, so we're opening the lounge next door to his cigar bar in Little Rock. We also designed a new house that's being built from the ground up, but we finish any day now. For the first time in my life, I'm content with what my future holds. I thought that stripping made me happy, but nothing brings me more joy than being in my man's arms. Okay, I stand up. Let's go. Nougat lets out a shrill scream. An hour later, as we get off the elevator and head to the nightclub, I hear Marquise's voice ring out. Welcome to the stage, the queen of elegance, the classy and captivating caramel. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.